Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to an episode of Sounds That Changed My Life. Hello, random, random weirdo. Um, this is going to be an episode where we talk about uh, songs for the deaf by Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. <laughs> um, in this episode, we are going to talk about the ways that it's inspired us. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and just the ways that we enjoy this album. So if you if you like that kind of stuff from randomness like these, these sure fucking guys, thing, John. <laughs> just click on it. Just let's go. And welcome to Sounds That Changed My Life, episode 30. Is it episode 30? Yes, it is. Um, and this is covering Songs for the Deaf by Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, usually we do all the kind of boring stuff like subscribe, make sure you follow us on Spotify, five stars rating, all that. But you already know that and we already just did it, so... Welcome back, guys. Hello. Hello. I'm going to give this over to Josh, as Josh is the ringmaster. What is up, my peeps? What is up? What the... Uh, yeah, welcome back to another episode of Sounds That Changed My Life. Today, well, yeah, uh, in fact, no, I'm not even going to do the rest of that, because Tom's already Tom's already introed this. Uh, it's all right. We've just recorded another podcast, and it's one of the hottest days of the year, so um, expect us to be looking at the wrong cameras and... <laughs> God, it's, it's hot in here. So. It is. It's ridiculous. So. If you are listening and you are enjoying it, I know it's only a few minutes in, but thanks. Cheers. Thank cheers, you. Cheers. Um, back on track. Yeah, before we get right back into this, we're doing a competition at the moment. Uh, go over to YouTube and subscribe for your chance to win 50 US dollaroonies. Well, between 50 and 100 dollaroonies. Um, We've not decided yet, depending on how well it goes. Yeah, we're basically trying to get to 2,023 subscribers before 2023. Whoa! Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> all the links and stuff are in, in the description for that, so do check it out for your chance to win. Yes. Um, how have you both been? Not too bad. What, since the last right. podcast? About half an hour ago. No, it's been, Shh, what you doing? It's been a week. Oh, it's been a week. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing the I'm wearing the same clothes as I did last week. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, really good, really good. Good, good. good Don't good. ask me what we've been listening to because no. uh, it'll be the same as last week. Go back to episode 29 to find out. <laughs> you've been listening to a lot of Stone Sour and Queens of the Stone Age. Yes. Mm, yes. Mm. Have you both found any new music at all? A lot of the stuff that I've been listening to is the stuff that we've been reacting to on YouTube. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nice plug there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, basically, uh, Annabee. Yeah. Yeah. And every time I, s- I said their name on our YouTube video, I've been corrected. But I don't actually know how to say it. So, apologies. 
Um, they know what we mean. They know who we mean. But yeah, basically, them. I'm just. I'm in a bit of a weird headspace where I'm just trying to find new music. To be honest. Okay. What about you? Uh, so I've taken suggestion from uh, all the people who have commented on the the Hanabi video, and there was one band which came up a lot. And my apologies if I say this name wrong, but uh, Nemophilia, Nemophila, whatever it is. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Another uh, Japanese metal band. Um, honestly, they kick ass. They're very, very good. So I would suggest go check those out. And also you. You, wherever you are, go that check camera. them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. I do enjoy them. How about you, Ben? Um... I never listened to them before you started reacting to them. And to be fair, I've been listening to them for quite a few months now. Ooh, sorry um, if I just knocked the microphone. But it was one of the reactions we'd done a few weeks ago. I've been listening to a lot more Spirit Box. Ooh, very nice. That's got, a very you good found choice. me a goldie there. <laughs> very good. I like it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I suppose that kind of wraps up what we've been, uh, what we have listened to. Quick um, fire round. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, Songs for the Deaf is an album which came out back in the long time of 2002 ago. That which old. Which really yeah. makes me feel old. 20 years ago. Oh. It, it'll be 20 years in about, what day are we on now? It'll be 20 years in 16 days. That's disgusting. That is like this heat. It's, that's, yeah. uh, that's Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Songs for the Deaf was Queens of the Stone Age's uh, third studio album. Third? Apparently. Oh, okay. And the concept for this album, which I have listened to this album pretty much from day one because my dad was really, really into them. Um, so, I, I've listened to this album thousands and thousands of times, but I've never really picked it up, the, the main concept, really, uh, which is pretty much... A road trip between California, well, through the Californian desert, um, just uh, like channel skipping through radio, which is very, very explains, yeah, and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, with uh, their songs being the songs that would be on these different stations and whatnot, and um, Curdle, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is it, Kip, uh, Kip Cas- Kid Casper, or whatever his name is, uh, Clone Radio. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's 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 a bit of a wacky concept, but it, it, in my opinion, it worked very well. And for the whole stoner rock thing, it kind of it was a weird concept that sat really well within that sort of genre of music. I yeah, think. I've yeah. I've never heard anybody else do it after this personally, um, but I think it it was kind of one of those very niche markets where they tried it, they uh, were successful with it, and. I suppose it's kind of like the originators, if they did that. I mean, I might be wrong uh, in saying like originators. Other people may have done it in the past and it worked for those. It's just I'm not personally aware of those. I'd Um, only ever heard that sort of, you know, radio play and stuff like that, like the kind of interlude-ish sort of thing on certain songs. Yeah, but not So when you listen to... um, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Yeah. That comes through like a radio and they actually recorded that through a car radio when they recorded the song. Bloody hell. Wow. But this was the first time that I'd seen it happen on like a full album concept basis. Um, and I think that's really 
really creative. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the best way I can sort of describe Absolutely. So, to both of you, what... Obviously, they've got a, a wide range of different albums, like, to present day. Why was this the album that you both wanted to choose to talk about rather than any of the others? Um... Want an honest answer? Absolutely. Because of your dad. Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> he was always on in your house. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't an album that I went to pick up by myself. It was an album that I picked up through proxy of someone else. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say I'd say so. I'd say because of your dad. Um and it was always walking into your house when I was a kid, if I visualize it. Walk through the front door. I'd always look left, look up the stairs, just mm-hmm. in case there was a dog that was going to attack me. <laughs> I'd walk forward, and then your dad would be sat in the living room, and it would either be Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. Queens of Stone Age. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's, that's all it was. <laughs> I can just visualize it like it was yesterday. Um, yeah, but that's, that's it. And then, obviously, going past that point, I knew no one knows. Mm-hmm. Because it was always on Kerrang TV. Yeah. Yeah. And then I knew, um, oh, what was it called? No, it wasn't on the album. It was another song by Queens of Stone Age. It was on uh, Need for Speed Underground 2. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't on that album. It was on the album before, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Go With The Flow always reminds me of Need for Speed for some reason. I think it was because of the music video with the car. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what, what about you, Ben? Um... I'm quite different from you two. I didn't really get to this album till later on in life. Okay. I knew about them, but there was never any push for me to listen to them. Um, Do you tend to listen to much stoner rock at all? Or not really. really? No. No, that's fair. I would say, like, no one knows. Everybody knows that. Yeah. That's pretty much how I know them from. And then, obviously, when my... Um, when I got more into Foo Fighters, obviously, then I knew like Dave done the drums and that as well. Yeah. Um, he does the drums for a lot of their albums. Yeah, even if it's just a couple of songs on the album, he will do the drums for like some of it. He he's got a part in most of their albums. Yeah. Um. So well, him and Josh are really really good friends. Well, they, they do them Crooked Vultures, don't they? Yeah. 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 And then they did the uh, Sound City album as well. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, they. They're always working with each other. And, you know, when you listen to Like Clockwork, which is probably my favorite album, I've listened to this one a lot, but I think Like Clockwork is hands down their best album. Yeah. Um, And I know that sounds hypocritical when you talk about, oh, sounds have changed my life and stuff like that. But, you know, stuff can change you and change who you are as a musician without it being your favorite album. Yeah. I suppose it, this album may have been your favorite before that album came out, so you could take yeah, it down it's the to one the point in life. Yeah, like there's there's tracks that I track my life through with Queens of Stone Age. You know, first got into rock and stuff like that with this album. Mm-hmm. Era Vulgaris got me into a really gritty stage. We wrote a song that sounded exactly like Six Six Six. Yeah. And we didn't realise until years later. <laughs> and then uh, Like Clockwork is 
it's a really dark album yeah. when you look at stuff on it and like the lyrical content. Josh Homme almost died mm. and then he wrote that album. There's a lot there's a lot of personal stuff around that album and beforehand that didn't really happen with Queens of Stone Age. You didn't really hear a lot of personal lyrical content mm-hmm. and I really love that. But then it was like he used the album to get all of his friends on it. Yeah. So like Elton John's on it. That's mad. Um, you've got Dave Grohl. Obviously, he did, I think he did two songs on that album. He and toured then, with them as well, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's Fair, Fair Weather Friends. Um, that track on the album, he's got a bunch of people in it. Alex Turner from Martin Monkeys is on it. And, Quite uh, a roster of them. I, I'm pretty sure that he, was, he did it live with them as well. Like, it's like everyone let's just get together in a room and just write a song sort of thing that's what I really like about that yeah. whereas Songs for the Deaf was it reminds me of a band being locked in a very small sweaty room just trying to write music that's the visual that I get when I hear the album yeah, yeah. so it brings up two different sort of mindsets for me yeah so I already know your your answer for this next sort of question so I'm going to I'll jump it straight over to you, Ben. Where did you originally hear this album? Ooh. I can't think of a place, a time and place. Um, I reckon if I had to get, if I had to guess, I think it would be about 2008, 2009 I first heard it. Okay. So it'd been quite a few years since it was released. Yeah. What was your... Uh, not necessarily when, but how how is it introduced to you? Did so I would have imagined it would have been through the the locks of Kerrang. Well, no yeah. one knows being played. It's like, yeah, you would. Like, I think say I think a lot of people can have the same answer to that. Really, yeah. I'm one of many people when like say how they probably got introduced to it. Mm. It's a, a bit of a weird like sounding conspiracy with that. Everybody knows. No one knows. We think with Kerrang! TV and radio, especially Kerrang! TV, is that we were growing up, it feels like the golden era of rock music. Yeah. Because there's a lot of music that we were growing up and listening to, and it was all over TV on Kerrang! And I thought, oh, that's cool. And then I thought, when we get older, it's going to show stuff that I should be listening to. Yeah. And now you switch on Kerrang! TV, and it's still playing the stuff from... 10 years ago. Yeah, that's mad. 10, 15 years ago, and I'm like... So I can guarantee... If I, it's, because, <laughs> it, it's become our... What is it? Like VH1. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's aging it. I can guarantee if I was to put it on now, within half an hour, you'd have Sugar We're Going Down on... Like, oh, like, yeah. A little bit of American idiot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. So, with this album, I know... You say it's not necessarily your fa- like favorite album yeah. out of them all, but where would you rank this in terms of their discography? Like, where would you put it? Second. Okay. After like vultures, for me personally, because obviously everyone has a different. Uh, probably like vultures. Uh, songs for the deaf. What was the one with Lost Art of Keeping a Secret on? Was it not rated R, is it? Yeah, uh, rated R after that. Because Lost Art of Keeping a Secret is brilliant and Feel Good Hit of the Summer is brilliant. 
Um, they got loads of albums. Holy shit! Oh no, it's crazy when you look. <laughs> uh, probably after that, Era Vulgaris. Okay. Um, Lullabies Paralyzed after that. Queens of the Stone Age after that, and then right at the bottom, Villains. Villains is their newest one, but that, I'm only putting it at the bottom because I've not listened to it. That's the only thing. I know one song from it. It's a good album. Is it? It's a very good album. I like the artwork on it. Yeah. Like, the artwork's good. I've, I've just never listened to it, so I'm putting that at the bottom as, as kind of just a default because I've not listened to it. Yeah, no, that's fair. But I'm sure it's a great album. Yeah. What about, yeah, what about you? I'm not too much into them to set to rank it, to be honest. I jumped way ahead of myself. Yeah, I didn't. Sorry, I gave a really in-depth answer for a very casual. I'll copy Tom's answer. That one. That one. That one. That's absolutely fair. You took the words out of my mouth. See, I'd probably say this is my favourite purely for the fact it's more sentimental to me because of like the fact that you said. Is one of my dad's favorite bands, and it was in, like, played in my household a lot. Um, I, I genuinely think I've listened to this, if not close to a thousand, if not over a thousand times. I mean, easy. It's a real difficult one because I, I do think sounds like I'm backtracking. This album and like Clockwork are interchangeable for me. Yeah, and it depends on sort of mindset and. Like I said on a podcast before, I will go through different phases of listening to different music and different albums, etc. Yeah. Um, I know more songs on this album than Like Clockwork, but I think Like Clockwork came along for me at a very important time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're interchangeable for me. So I, I see why you put it right at the top. I completely mm. get that. It's. I think it's. It's the album which I know the most. Yeah. Out, of, out of their entire discography. And yeah. I think that's just because, again, it was played so much. And yeah. it it was very overexposed. But I would personally say it's not a bad thing because I do genuinely... It's really hard for me to turn around and say, okay, I'm listening to this and I'm going to skip it past this because I want to either move on to some... I'll listen to this album from start to finish. And... I mean, there's been times where I've literally got to the end and I've just put it onto track one and I'll just listen to it again. Yeah. I enjoy it that much. Yeah, it's got that replayability, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think. It's so. like even down to like the, the radio commercials, like in between um, each of the songs. Like the Mexican bit after. Yeah. Uh, is it No One Knows? Yeah. Yeah. I can recite just, the majority yeah, of it. It's, it's mad. Um, and you have fallen into the love that needs to be desired. By the Lord. Hallelujah, y'all. Can I get a hallelujah? Sorry. Um, Doesn't it remind you of GTA radio stations? 100%. It's mad. So It's weird. I don't know. I don't necessarily know whether it was a case of they scouted out loads of different uh, radio presenters to do stuff like this, or they just literally took random snippets and got like. I'm pretty sure most of it is the band. That's mad. Like the one... um, before I think it's Millionaire and he's sat there and he's talking about um, something about Millionaire he goes something that you'll never be and yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like I'm pretty sure that's Dave Grohl holy shit when he's talking ah. about heavy metal all of the time yeah. so I think that's that's Dave Grohl <laughs> shut you, up you little brat yeah <laughs> and you hear it right at the beginning when he's like Ugh. you yeah. hear it in his voice um, 
And that's one, when I was listening to it earlier today, before we did this, I was like, that's Dave Grohl. I, mm. I can hear it. Um, so I always thought it was just the band. I don't know. I don't know if it is. I know there are uh, different DJs who do uh, certain parts. Oh, okay. Um, I remember doing research ages ago and I looking a bit further into it. Um, so throughout this album sort of called whenever you've listened to it do either of you take inspiration in terms of either um putting it uh towards used to uh like influence you on music like when writing or does it inspire you with uh creativity or just general day-to-day stuff at all i can say going through the album again the past couple of days um first it giveth yeah. That's just kind of flared something in me the past couple of days. Yeah. Um, it's I was driving back from chorus. Yeah, I was driving back from work today, and obviously I was on my way to pick you up. And then just as I got to yours, like I was about halfway through the album, but I was like, "Yeah, I'm putting that one back on." Yeah, you know that that's really sparked something in me now. Good. Yeah, I think it's one of those songs that really for a laid back song, it's really hard hitting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the chorus, the the melody. It's memorable after the first time you hear it. Yeah. So it really, it really sticks with you. I do find that a lot throughout the entire album, though. Yeah. It's so. It's repetitive, but not to the point where it's annoying. Like you, you're able to take away enough of that specific piece of content to think, oh, okay, that's catchy. I'm gonna, I know for a fact. The next time I go and listen to it, I'm going to know either. If not all, but the majority of the lyrics, so you can sing along, or the ri- uh, the rhythm and beat, or yeah, melody or whatnot. It, yeah, it is. It, they are personally to me. I think they're a very very underrated band, and I think they should be a hell of a lot bigger than they are. Um, they're very creative with what they do. I don't see. I don't. I don't know if I agree with the underrated bit because they are a they're a big band. I do. I do agree with the kind of notion that they're not as respected as they should be yeah if that makes sense like they're not there's not a they're not as revered as they should be because they have bought a lot to the table and they've bought a lot in terms of songwriting and stuff you know songwriting no one knows everyone that's fucking huge everyone can recite that bass line yeah and the guitar at the beginning everyone knows that song and that that doesn't happen every day. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely not a one-hit wonder band. They're no, not no, one not. of those bands. So yeah, I see what you mean. I wouldn't. I personally, I wouldn't say overrated, uh, underrated. I just wouldn't say that they've got they've not been given their flowers yet. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm hoping they do. They haven't been given the full visibility that they. I think you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's um, yeah. I want them to be able to go down in the hall of fame, like the big, the big great ones. I'd, I'd say I, I'd be say it, they'll definitely be in the hall of fame. That that's, they say like regardless of what I say. Obviously, what we just talked about, they'll definitely be in the hall of fame. They're iconic. Oh yeah, especially for the early two thousand. I I think with the whole the old, the idea of Stoner Rock, it's very laid back, yet it's still gritty, grunty, and very dirty. 
You can hear the era that it came from. Yeah, 100%. Yep. And the thing I appreciate the most is the fact that into my later years of listening to music, I found there are a shitload more stoner rock bands out there. But the way that, I mean, to be honest, they kind of all fit into the same category yep. um, in terms of how they sound. It's very much generic, but Queens of the Stone Age have pushed it and innovated it further where they, you can still tell they've got that stoner rock element, but they're more into the rock, like categorized as rock. Um, and not one album sounds the same. No, and that's what I appreciate is because they, they still constantly uh, experiment. Yeah. Which is yeah, great. I agree. So, right. So I want to play a little game. Play a little game. Dun, dun, dun. You want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> so I want all of us to try and guess each other's most favourite and least favourite song from this album. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get crack it over to Ben. What do you think Mr. Mills' favourite song is? Oh, and why? No, Tough. Mm. I'm glad because this this episode, none of us have accidentally said what our favourite or least favourite song is. Yes. Yeah, who done that last episode? <laughs> not me. No, don't know what you're on about. <laughs> Guys, not me. Not yeah. me. <laughs> Whatever they say, it's bullshit. <laughs> Michael uh, Bublé's got a big old dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh. Go on, read me. Yeah. Sky is falling. Got it in one. Really? Shit, really? <laughs> Shit, no, eh? Yeah, I... Um, that was me. I got <laughs> Sorry if the there's any uh, copyrighted material. Uh, ben was just ooh, playing ooh, the album. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thank um, God my volume's low. The... Yeah, Sky is falling is... It's that, or... Um, what were we talking about earlier? First It Giveth? Yeah. Those are the top two on that album for me. Okay. Because I like the heavy bits. Don't get me wrong. I really do like the heavy bits. Those are the two where I was like, they can still be heavy on a quiet song. Like yeah. I just, it changed something in my head. I was like, oh, crap, like that works. Well, it's, so, that shot my, uh, shot my song I'm very me. chuffed with myself <laughs> right now. Ben gets five <laughs> points. Well, being as he's guessed it, you can guess the one that I don't like the yeah. most. Uh, who, me? Or yeah. Ben? Okay. Fine. So I'm going to... Well, I would have said Song for the Dead. I thought that was going to be your favourite. Um, clearly it's not. Song. Yeah. It is, it is, yeah. But my least favourite, I would have put No One Knows. And the reason why I say that, even though it's an absolute banger of a track, is Overexposure. No, I like it. I do. I do. It's probably it's probably a couple of a couple of songs towards the end of the album. Okay. I just don't remember them. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. So what about you? Let's go for you. Mm. Go on, you, best. You, ben, 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 best, best. Go, best I'm on a roll, baby. Give it a go. I honestly think my favourite song was Chuck, yeah. Oh, can lightning strike twice here? Go on, you got this. You got this, my friend. I got this, I got this. Uh, I'd be surprised if you got it, to be fair. 
But I have faith in you, good sir. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with God is in the radio. No. Oh, it's, a, no. it's a good song. I forgot about yeah. that song. I actually did. I forgot about that. Um, sorry, I, I forget the album names or the song names. First it giveth. I remember being in the car with you and I remember you singing it. Mm. No, I don't know. Outside of that, I'm, I'm not quite sure, my friend. My favourite song is Mosquito Song. Really? Yes. 100%. Follow me, shocked. <laughs> See? <laughs> so the reason why I choose this one is because, well, one, the acoustic guitar at the start of the song sounds phenomenal. It yeah. is an absolute... Oh, beautiful. Perfection. Beautiful. I find because the way the song is structured, it obviously starts quiet and slow with the acoustic guitar and the uh, vocals. It then goes off into, like, further in the song, like the use of uh, strings and percussion. Almost like a, I don't want to necessarily class it as like a mini orchestra kind of thing, but it's on the verge of that kind of thing. Um... It's great because the amount of layers within like that piece during the song is fucking insane. You can pick out every single little thing. Um, it's, they are using a wall of sound, but you can pick out every little uh, every little stem yeah. that's been used and done. Which is, I don't. I think it's more the craftsmanship throughout that song which I enjoyed the most don't yeah. get me wrong the, there are some absolute incredible songs uh, during this album but that was the one that stood out to me the most and I, d I don't know just having that whole complexity yet simplicity to end an album yeah. like even, yes I know there's hidden songs and whatnot. Um, I don't know I, I just found it very fascinating that they, they chose to do that at the end but it works for me yeah. I really enjoyed that uh, that's why. Very interesting. It's more mm. of a craftsmanship. I enjoyed the yeah. most. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get Ben's. Yeah. Uh, to to probably be. Oh, we're gonna do his least favorite. Chicago. Go on. <laughs> least favorite. Um. I don't know. Um, this, yeah, I'll, my, my guess will just be a, like a swing in the dark. You think I ain't worth a dollar? No. Go with the flow? No. Nah. No? No. No. So I've not got a least favourite. Oh, what? That's cheating. What a cop out. No, but I will justify it by saying there is a specific point in a song which if I could room 102... Um, like I'd wipe it off would be uh, Song for the Deaf yeah at the very end like the hidden track part uh, they okay. imitate another song by going ha 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 I don't know I, I get why they did it for the humour really? but personally I I don't know I, I yeah, just didn't really like it so. I'll allow it that's yeah. why it's a secret song, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Do you want to move on to the next section? 
Yeah, so nothing happened there. Um, no, no, nothing like a camera's cutting out or anything like that. If you did see the screen go black for a couple of seconds. That wasn't that. that I did not. Shut the fuck up, play it cool. Guys. Um, so. We definitely need one of those technical difficulties signs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. How would you say this album? This album. All right, fair enough. This album. <laughs> How do you find this album uh, change your lives? <laughs> if, you, if you didn't hear that then, he whispered, it hasn't. hasn't. Okay, that went down like a level. Which, no. to be fair, in all it, fairness, it, it, even yeah. if it did or didn't, we, we're going to have albums that we don't agree on sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, go on then, no, I'm not saying it's a bad album. <laughs> it's just a mark of three. <laughs> But yeah, um. <laughs> did you try to say democracy then? It's a democracy. <laughs> democracy. Okay. I enjoy it for what it is, but it, I think it's only because I've only recently really gave it a proper listen. Yeah. Therefore, I can't really say it's influenced me. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. Just. It ages with fine, like fine wine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it's all right. <laughs> Ask Just don't me let again it happen in... again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ask me in 20 years. <laughs> um, okay, fair enough. That's, that... Leave it a little while and then listen to it because yeah. you might be in a different headspace at that point, which... We'll do like a little follow-up mini episode of just me on this. Yeah. Yeah. Just you talking <laughs> just to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, apologies, guys. I've left it five weeks. Listen to the album again. And Fifteen I like episodes it. ago, we covered uh, Songs for the Deaf, and I didn't really listen to it then. <laughs> just a Redux episode. <laughs> Previously. <laughs> oh. What about you then, Josh? Uh, this album was very, very influential in my past um because obviously as you know when we were in the band together i didn't have a lot of money so i tried to with the equipment i had i tried to make the best sound possible and going from josh's uh technique on experimenting that in a way it was kind of uh given on to me knowledge wise because I know he went through a phase of using a bass amp for his guitar amp. Um which Never is thought of that. which yeah. is how he got his very, very gritty tone for his guitar, which I, I found very fascinating. Um I mean we were in a metal band donkeys years ago and I tried to use a Roland blues amp because at the time that's all I had yeah. and I yeah. didn't have no money to buy myself a uh, a nice PV, uh, nice PV. Uh, but he amp. does now, and he doesn't yeah. use it. <laughs> I, uh, I suck ass. <laughs> um, no, yeah. In terms of that, it it changed my life because it opened my eyes to trying and experimenting at such an early age when I started to play guitar. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it comes down to memories, really. It's because it was on so much of my household mm-hmm. that I just I've got tons and tons and tons of memories from that period in my life which i will hold very dearly to my heart because yeah it's i don't know i'd, I'd say it's more sentimental than special to me which... don't make it all sappy <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it 
it's a it's a fantastic album and an yeah. incredible piece of art and i i appreciate it so much um right from the first time i listened to it all the way up to now and i i will go into the future so it's um i say that's how it's changed my life personally yeah um now what about yourself you didn't <laughs> no. Uh, no so um, it sounds like it was my choice this was so funny thing about it is this I, I said this on a previous podcast technical knowledge wise mm-hmm. so we recorded a song a few years ago called 31 yep and I did drum replacement on it mm-hmm. and drum replacement is something that Queens of the Stone Age used on No One Knows. So to anyone that doesn't know, basically Dave Grohl recorded the drum yep. section of that song and the cymbals separately in two different sessions. So that gives you a better kind of overhead and stuff like that with mixing and, you know, there's no bleed on the microphones, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's very hard because obviously you have to be able to play the track without symbols and then you have to be able to play that track symbols only um but it's very rewarding Mm -hmm. so it was more technical knowledge i think but you know other than that it's just creative aspect of it yeah you know the the one thing that really kind of brings my mind back to this album is music videos okay how weird they are you know, no one knows the guy's head on the wall at the end. <laughs> yeah. You know, stuff like that and the deer. I love the art style for Go With The Flow. I thought that was incredible. And that's what I was going to say next. Uh, yeah, it's so, it reminds me of Sin City. Yes. Where it's, everything's all in one colour, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I'd, I'd say that, to mm-hmm. be honest. Okay. No, that's the thing. It's going to hit people in different ways. And I appreciate the facts you've been honest especially you ben yeah. it, it's not a bad thing to say that you, it's not really influ- uh, influenced you or no. you. um yeah don't so, let like, it happen it's again not, <laughs> it's not influenced me but it's fun listening to how it's influenced you two as well yeah you know sometimes say it's not these are the top episodes say i can kind of sit back a bit and just enjoy hearing you talk about it yeah of course you know well, you did enough sitting back for the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do this? <laughs> right, I think it's uh, time we wrap it up. I think we're going a bit heat crazy. Um, I think so. Yeah, if you go to most places, they recommend they only go to a sauna for like 15, 30 minutes. We've been sitting in this room for a few hours now. Yeah, yeah. it's not good. We've not probably good. all lost a good few stone between us now. <laughs> <laughs> But no, um, if you got to this part of the podcast, thank you ever so much for sticking around. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you like other content like this, then make sure to go through the entire, entire, entire track list of podcast episodes that we have. We're at number episodes, 30. So, um, yeah, I'm sure you'll enjoy those. We've got many, many more to come. Uh, so make sure to like and follow, subscribe, however you do on your podcast platform. Or if you are watching it on YouTube, then hello um subscribe like share all that kind of mumbo jumbo jazz if you've um, made it this far in the podcast i'd like to think you've subscribed already yeah <laughs> um, or followed or whatever so do if what you Josh haven't says. what a waste <laughs> <laughs> um, we're on virtually well virtually well we are on a few uh different 
social media, uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Discord servers where you can chat to us directly. Um, put suggestions in uh, the different channels where if you want to suggest for us to react to certain music videos or whatnot, um, or just suggestions on how we can make this better for you listening or watching. Um, if you want to talk to three sweaty men, you might want to go on some weird websites because it's not going to be us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for sticking let's, around uh, and we'll uh, catch you on the next one, I guess. Let's tie it up before we all pass out of exhaustion. <laughs> yeah. Bye, guys. Give them a wave. Bye. Peace out. Give them a wave.